I'm all about living with intention and and not wasting time because time is an incredibly it is the most valuable commodity that we have. Welcome to the Marriage Family Business Podcast. My name's Mick. And my name's Claire. I'm a husband, father of two incredible young boys, a business system strategist, tech entrepreneur, and author of the best-selling book, Beyond the Marketing Funnel. I am a wife, mother to the same two incredible little boys, reluctant entrepreneur, and classically trained vocalist and music educator. Claire and I are founding owners of several businesses, including Rockstar, an internationally renowned online marketing and systems management firm based in good old Traverse City, Michigan. We created the Marriage Family Business Podcast to open up the conversation about how these three areas of our lives collide and to try and tackle the question, how the heck do you manage it all successfully? And of course, to help other entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial couples discover real life in the trenches advice for the common problems that being an entrepreneur with a family and spouse often entail. So sit back, preferably with your spouse or your partner, as Claire and I take you on this journey with us and share with you our wildest stories and most valuable learning experiences that you can't find on a Google search. Let's roll. Today's episode is all about the passwords test. Now, this is a test that Mick and I uh, have used with each other that really outlines the difference between keeping secrets and respecting privacy. We talked about what it is and why it's important to us in our marriage, in our family, and in our business. So without further ado, let's hop on in. So this podcast is really born out of a situation that occurred like a week ago with, I was out with my girlfriends. It was during technical working hours. I think we were at lunch. We were meeting together for lunch. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it was, it was during our work hours, but I think I had met her for lunch. And so we were chatting and I want to say it was a day that you were traveling because for some reason, like I had not talked to you. I hadn't seen you something. And I got a message on Slack, which is how our team communicates. Got a message on Slack uh, from one of our team members saying that they needed to get into, I want to say like our, our one of our hosting accounts. And because they were signing in, you know. It was a two-step verification process. So if you're, exactly. if you, if you're not familiar with two-step verification, basically it's, it's a way that companies locked down and secure access to get into your account like Stripe. If you've got a Stripe account, they've got two-step verification. Or Gmail. Or Gmail. Like, and God so basically, help me if you've ever logged in from Gmail right. from you know a different IP address. Yeah, <laughs> so you, like, you try to log in and so it's like, oh, you're logging in from an IP address or a, a physical location that we don't typically see you logging in from. Uh, we're going to send you a code to your phone and- Or your email. Or your email or something like that, right? So one of our one of our team members is like, hey, I need to get into this account. They sent a code into Mix email address. I can't get a hold of Mick. Um, can you, can you reach out and get the code? Well, I knew that I couldn't get a hold of you either. It had to have been a day you were traveling or like you had a client in the office or something. But so I'm like, yeah, sure. And so I literally pull out my phone, open an incognito window, log into your email address, forward off the code, bada bing, bada boom. I thought nothing of it. My girlfriend is sitting at the table and just shocked that I would go into your email, shocked that I had your password. Don't you respect Nick's privacy? Aha. So this is where we talk about the passwords test and the difference between keeping secrets and respecting privacy. This is a thing that Mick and I, I mean. I don't think we ever, I legitimately don't think that we ever 
We didn't ever talk about this. We never had an issue with it. It was never a topic that ever came up until it became very obvious, really working together in a business setting because we hop into and out of each other's email a lot. And actually, that's not true. You hop into my email a lot. Yeah. Because I've been doing this a lot longer than you have. And so my email address is on freaking everything. It's insane, right? So... Anyway, sorry, you No, so it, it really boiled down to, don't you respect his privacy? Of course I do. But I also know that if I wait for him to show up or wait for him to return to land or whatever, by the time we get this code sent over to our team member, then they're going to have to restart the whole process because if you have any experience with two-step verification, you know those links last for about 23 and a half seconds before <laughs> they expire. <laughs> yes, that is an exaggeration, but not a huge one. Um, yeah, I think DigitalOcean is like, I think they're 10 minutes. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, you got to turn and burn there. I appreciate it for security's sake, but whatever. So, of course, I respect his privacy. In the same way that if he has his phone on the table on date night, now, listen, now I've I've instituted the do not disturb rule or turn that bad boy off. But often we'd be out and he'd have his phone on the table and he'd get notifications. Could be text, could be... Facebook could be instant messenger. And it is difficult to not glance over, not because, you know, I'm scared he's keeping secrets from me, but because that is privacy. You know, if he and his one of his friends are, are talking about their curling schedule, it's not like he's keeping it a secret from me. Or like Shauna and I are just shooting the shit back and forth on yeah, text or one, something. One like of his that. one of his really good friends, you know, if, if they're just chatting, I don't need to be involved in the conversation. If there's anything worth knowing. I trust that he will tell me about it. You know, hey, we're getting ready to do this, or Shauna's actually going to be in town for a minute. You know, what's our schedule look like those days? So it really does come down to, are you keeping secrets or are you respecting privacy? Yeah, it's intent. It, it, it really is. You know, from my perspective, I think um, I want you to have all access to everything that, I, that I've got going on. Um, you know, we, you know, one of the things that I know that, that, Claire and I are, I don't know how unique we are, but it seems to me that every time I talk to somebody who's married specifically, there's typically three bank accounts, right? There's the family bank account and then there's his and hers bank account, you know, or there's at least two, the his, his bank account and the her bank account. And this is what she pays for. And this is what he pays for. We have never worked like that. Like even from uh, when we were like all shacked up. Yeah. Um, not even married yet. We had one account. How quickly? Whoa, that's actually an interesting. How quickly do we go from having personal stuff to just like put it all together? Skirt? Well, if I recall, you literally drained your savings account and came down with like, "Here's the cash I've got," and just tossed it into my account. Is that really what I that's did? That's exactly oh my what you God, did. God, I'm such a tool. Well, man, no, like <laughs> our families, if they knew that, holy smokes! You know, yet another reason that Claire and Mick are just freaking weirdos. So wow. many reasons. Anyway. But, but actually, and, and funnily enough, like that's true-ish. We technically do have, or I technically have a, an additional bank account that Mick is on. You knew this, that Mick is on, that like the only money that ever comes in there is the money that I make from like my little side jobs. Oh, I, th I thought that was just a credit card that you put that stuff on. Well, I put it on credit cards and then I pay it off from this Oh, money. sure. Because what am I talking? Of course you do because you get checks. Um exactly. So I'm the assistant music director at our church. I direct the children's choir at our church. Um, I do practice tracks for the children's choirs that are run out of the college in our town. And I also work with a 
a certified Disney travel agent company. And uh, so I have my commission checks come in. Ends up being a couple hundred bucks a month. But that's like, if I need my hair cut and colored, I'm not going to pull it out of our family pot. That seems selfish. I don't want to buy Mick birthday and Christmas presents out of our family pot. Also seems selfish. I pay for babysitters out of our family pot. Or I'm sorry, out of out of my personal, my personal funds that come in. But again, Mick is a person listed on that account. He could drive to PNC tomorrow and just drain my account. I wouldn't. You wouldn't, but you could. I certainly could. And that's the difference between secrets and privacy. You know about the account. You might not know how much money is in it right now. Full disclosure, I don't really either. Um, It's not a ton. (laughs) Um, But you can access it if that's what you need to do. I suppose from an intent perspective, the big question, the, the litmus test that I would use is because I do think that it's it's pretty common. Look, people like to lock their doors. People, you know, there's locks on computers when you sign in. You know, sometimes like if the computer goes, what, I, I know there's a setting on my computer, I don't use it. But if it's like, if it goes dark after like 15 minutes or an hour or two hours or whatever, you can, you have to type the password in or a code in to get back in, right? I've never really had much use for that sort of thing because to me, all it does is impede speed. Sure. Now, listen, if your computer gets stolen obviously. Sure. But we've set our life up in a way that uh, it's not that that's not possible, but we've really minimized a lot of possibility for that to to take place. Right. So to me, you know, and what I've found is that especially in, you know, I, I talk about today's day and age in air quotes quite a bit, but it is fundamentally different and fundamentally faster than it's ever been. There's so much stuff coming at every single one of us, especially for those of us who are on on listening to this podcast, who are business owners, right? You know damn well clients are going to reach out to you at all hours of the day, all mm-hmm. hours of the night, in so many different facets and different types of communication. Like you got to keep your head in a swivel pretty much all the time, right? Yeah. And as we've continued to grow our business, expand our business, and and make more of an impact, make more of the impact that we really want to make as entrepreneurs, as well as well-rounded human beings and leaders of a family, you know, mm-hmm. parents of, of two young little boys that were trying to show how to be human beings and, and good people in this world. Mm-hmm. Time is a fleeting thing. And so anything that I can do to shave time, to mm-hmm. pick up a couple extra minutes here or there, man, I'm going to jump all over that. And if that means that all I have to do is hand over my password to my email or the the code to get into my phone or the I know some Android people have like little patterns they swipe and shit with, whatever works for them. Like if all I have to do is to do that, what am I worried about? Exactly. Exactly. And moreover, moreover, like if you're like on my admin staff or something like that, mm-hmm. um, or you're, I don't even want to put it like that. If you're somebody who's really close to me that I have reason to know what's going on and what communication is happening and, and you don't want to give me that information, that access, I'm, I'm, I don't know that that's going to be a giant red flag that's raised for me. Correct. So, um, that's kind of where it comes from for me. I just, I'm all about living with intention mm-hmm. and, and not wasting time because time is an incredibly, it is the most valuable commodity that we have. Exactly. Exactly. And again, if, if it's, if you're worried about giving out access into your email, what that means is not only do you not trust the person you're giving access to, 
but it also probably means that there's something that you don't want them to find. You know, one of the things about our business is we um, own metrics. Uh, we, we have a metrics platform that we run for our clients. And it puts in all of their sales data based on their products. It also puts in their opt-in data. So there's a lot that of data that we have access to. And they have a full dashboard that they can access and see, you know, what products are performing, what um, platforms are performing. Are they doing well in Facebook or YouTube, things like that. But we also run our own data through it. So our staff that runs the metrics program for us, they see all of our business transactions. We have nothing to hide from them to the point where like, you know, they, if, if we didn't trust those people, you know, we would be in big trouble across the board. They're seeing our clients' financial data. They're seeing our financial data. Now, of course, they're not seeing bank account numbers, but they're seeing how many transactions are coming through on a daily basis. And so having that type of but furthermore, I also believe that those same staff members would not go log into our, our CRM and, and do the digging and the fishing around. We have placed trust in them. And likewise, it has been returned. So we don't keep secrets. They don't keep secrets. But there is that level of respect that goes both ways. And that's why the, the comment, wow, aren't you worried about you know, respecting his privacy? He knows privacy will be respected. I'm not checking our Amazon order history at Christmas. I'm just right. not. Um, so, you know, <laughs> there, there is absolutely a level of privacy. When I was out of town at Warrior Women, both of the tablets that are connected to my um, iCloud account stayed at home because our boys get to watch tablets after they get dressed for school in the morning before they leave for school. And so, or pretty much whenever they say that mommy says it's okay when daddy's home and doesn't know better anyway. <laughs> Sneaky to be clear, fellas, they're sneaky. Um, but Mick <laughs> will tell you that point blank. He will. I mean, he likes being sneaky. He does like being sneaky. But Mick was like, "Hey, I'm going to turn off the notifications on your iPad because I don't need to see who's messaging you." I'm like, "Oh, wow. Okay, thank you." It wasn't necessary. He knows I have no secrets, but he was willing to respect my privacy all the same, and. Again, I, I think it all goes back to intention. So I, I would say all that to say this. Um, I'm really curious to know if we are the only weirdos who let their significant other have the passwords to their computers and their phones and their emails. Or their business partner. Or their business partner, or yeah. their, or Or a trusted assistant or really whomever, uh, whoever kind of needs that information anyway. And and f I'll actually double down on that and say, say this. If, because I do think that it's, fairly natural as human beings that we want to protect ourselves, that mm -hmm. we want to kind of play things a little bit close to the vest. I think that's a natural inclination. Um, I would ask this, is there a place in your business, is there a place in your family structure where you're playing that way, you're keeping things close to the vest, and there's really no good reason why? And could you actually reclaim time, legitimate time that you could then used for a productive purpose or, you know, in business or used for a productive purpose with your family, with your kids, with your loved ones instead? Like, is there, are there places that you could shave that down by simply trusting a little bit more? Yeah. Definitely want to hear from you about it. Uh, give us a shout on Facebook. Let us know what you think. And listen, if you think we're crazy... 
Love to know that too. You wouldn't be the first people to tell us that. So. True story. <laughs> Thanks for spending time with us today here on the Marriage Family Business Podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, then there are just two things we would love for you to do. Number one, leave a rating and a review for us in iTunes. It really helps us know what kind of content we need to produce for you. And secondly, head on over to marriagefamilybusinesspodcast.com and subscribe for free to get all the resources shared in every episode emailed directly to you. That way you don't have to go searching for anything discussed on any episode. It'll just be in your inbox. We'll catch you on the next episode of the MFB podcast.